Welcome to Her Fantasy Football, the all-lady fantasy one-stop shop. You can check us out on our web at HerFantasyFootball.com or follow us on Twitter at HerFantasyFB. I'm your host, Courtney Kirby. And I'm Brandon Lee. And I'm Steve Williams. What is that you hear? A man's voice? Ooh. It's not just any man, but our dad. <laughs> <Woo>. <laughs> Ashley is out on business for the week, and our dad has been so nice to join us to help us inform you about preseason. Our dad played wide receiver and safety for the CU Buffs way back when. Not going to give dates. He also has an (laughs) Orange Bowl reign. (laughs) And he played with a man named Don Hasselback, which is the father of Tim Hasselback and that other guy, I think, that still plays in the NFL. Not quite sure. <laughs> but we do want to do a big shout-out to our mother as well, Catherine Williams. We love you. She also plays in our fantasy league with our father. So thanks, Dad, for joining us. Now let's get to set NFL news with more money, more problems. <laughs> Riley Cooper, back to Riley Cooper, who is constantly in the news, which is Our awesome. best friend. He's the best, yes. Horror. Has been receiving threats and has to block Twitter now, which I think is ridiculous. Um, he let his team know, though, when the Eagles promptly told the NFL security about the issue. Riley left the team practice on Friday to seek counseling, which I don't know what that means. Um, but he's been back. He came back on Tuesday and is expected to play this preseason opener. And expected to start. Mm. Seek counseling. I think that means hiding. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Dad, in layman's terms. All right. Our next category of more money, more problems goes to Rex Ryan, who I'm sure will be a daily dose of more money, more problems. Uh, Anyway, he's asked for the fans to move forward in regards to Mark Sanchez. He said, quote, our fans have the right to do anything. I'm not going to say that I'm disappointed with the fans, But I think we need to move forward. The things in the past are in the past. Let us focus on what we have in front of us. We are all going to make mistakes. I had a bad year also last year. Hopefully our fans are all united 100%. He said this after fans booed Mark Sanchez when he made a terrible pass at the scrimmage, a.k.a. what Mark Sanchez does. (laughs) I think the fans are ready to move forward as soon as Mark Sanchez learns how to move forward down the field. (laughs) Amen, Dad. (laughs) Back to Hernandez. Always fun news. Prosecutors provided Aaron Hernandez's defense team Monday with a surveillance video from the Boston nightclub where the former New England Patriot and his friends allegedly had a dispute a few days before the man slain. So just another of many things that are going in... uh, the guilty direction for Hernandez. Did I tell you that I work with a guy whose friend's dad is the lawyer for Aaron Hernandez? I don't know which one of them, but I said, wow, that's got to be really intense. He's like, I can't talk about it, but clearly it's a problem. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know why your friend's dad's job is something you can't talk about, but okay. (laughs) Weird. That's that's funny. The NFL is looking to strengthen the DUI policy, making it mandatory to to suspend a player if they are convicted of drunk driving. Ten players have been arrested on drunk driving-related charges since the beginning of the year. 
10 out of 30 arrests. Not bad. Not bad. <laughs> Good 30 I guess it's better than beating their wife, so Ugh. we'll start there. Seriously. Back to the Jets of more great Jets news. The Jets running back Joe McKnight was arrested last week for two outstanding traffic warrants after being stopped by police. He was pulled over for changing lanes without using his blinker and was then arrested for previous charges. Failure to produce an insurance card in Summit, New Jersey, and failure to observe a traffic light in Springfield, New Jersey. (laughs) McKnight paid a whopping total of $320 and was released. Everything was very polite and respectful. Way to go, McKnight. There's always a silver lining, Courtney. Always. Always. All right. Terrell Owens' agent uh, had a conversation with a bunch of teams about Owens' desire to return to the game. And Owens' agent is unsure whether the 39-year-old will get a chance, but he is in allegedly as good of shape as he has ever been in recent years, and Owens really wants to play. There, is, there are rumors that the 49ers are quite interested. You go, Terrell. Go, Terrell. Work it. That's because of Crabtree being out, I assume. And others, and many, others. many others. So this week we're going to discuss each matchup and what to watch for this, pre- this week on preseason. The starters might not be playing, but this is a great opportunity to find your sleepers or to watch rookies trying to prove themselves. The first preseason game was last Sunday, Dallas Cowboys and the Miami Dolphins. Uh, oh, the Miami Dolphins. Well, I will start with them so we can give Brandon plenty of time to defend her fascination with Tannehill. I'm not It was a nice handoff to Lamar Miller, Brandon, I must say. The first, uh, (laughs) the ball handed to him bounced right off of his numbers into the Dallas defense tackle, Nick Hayden. Not a great start for the Miami Dolphins, but here's hoping that Friday's game will be better for them. Well, first of all, it being on the numbers means it's all Lamar Miller's fault. He should have held on to that ball. Actually, I think it's a really bad sign for Lamar Miller's season, to be entirely frank. Anyway, uh, not much more to say about the Dallas Cowboys other than um, the running back with the last name Tanner, which I will discuss later in the show. But uh, I'm really interested in his development because he was actually the only pretty decent player Uh, during the Hall of Fame game. And the only other thing is I had a a conversation with a girlfriend of mine about how the Hall of Fame game just kind of feels a little dirty. Like, you're so desperate for football, but it's not really a game. It's like the Pro Bowl. You know, you watch it because it's football, (laughs) but, like, the you know, the league knows that they're using you. You know it's not real. So I, I don't know, but it felt good. It felt good and bad at the same time. What do you think, Dad? Did you catch the game? So you're expecting more from both the from both Miami and Cowboys. Uh, I don't know what you mean by more. Maybe that I mean that they're not terrible in the season. <laughs> I mean this week coming up with preseason matchups. You think this week's matchups going to be a little bit better? Yes. In the first quarter, okay. Is Tony <laughs> Romo going to play? He He's still questionable. Game, right? No, he didn't play in the first mm. game. And Kyle Orton only played one series. Very mm. weird. Well, let's get, to, let's get to the games on Thursday night. Um, the first game will be Baltimore Ravens versus Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Baltimore Ravens injuries were now tight end heavy. Pitta is out with a busted hip, and Ed Dickerson, his replacement, is out with a strained hamstring. We'll see about that. Hopefully he comes back. We still have him in our rankings, but 
We'll see. It's not looking good. So I'm going to uh, start with my guy to look out for for the Baltimore Ravens. I'm going to describe a player every fantasy owner with a 10-team or bigger league should own. He's six foot five. He runs a 4.3740, and he weighs 220 pounds. If you guess Brandon Marshall, you're wrong. Vincent Jackson, Marquise Colston, Calvin Johnson, nope. His name is Tommy Streeter. Yep, I said it. Tommy Streeter is the new <laughs> hope for the Baltimore Ravens, and he'll surely be someone to watch for in the Ravens' preseason opener against the Denver Broncos. After a year in the league and a Super Bowl reign in tow, Streeter is ready to prove that he belongs with some of the game's biggest names. we got Anquan Bolden soaking up the sun in California, and Jacoby Jones proving to be somewhat unreliable. The number two wide receiver spot is up for grabs, so watch this preseason to see if Streeter will go ahead and take that position. And uh, I'm going to talk about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Injury report for them. Cornerback Darrell Revis expects to be back full from the season opener, not preseason, after experiencing a torn ACL last year. And the kicker Lawrence Tynes has a toe injury, according to the Tampa Bay Times. Uh, He is listed as probable. And by the way, he's 35. Isn't that crazy? I didn't know Lawrence Time was 35. Anyway. I know. It's crazy. <laughs> so it's so interesting. We were putting together the outline for the show, and it was really difficult because we're looking for people that are going to actually be playing in the first preseason game, and those are very few people that anyone knows. So we're going to kind of talk about some people that are a little off the radar. So I'm going to talk about wide receiver. His name is Chris Awusu. Maybe. That may not be how you say his name, but it's O-W-U-S-U, <laughs> and you're going to see it on the back right. of his jersey, cool. and you're going to like it. Um, anyway, he's a second-year wide receiver. He went undrafted in 2012, but he's really been impressing in camp, and uh, he's been taking the first-team snaps because Vincent Jackson and Mike Williams have been sitting out, although Mike Williams is supposedly going to be back soon. So, um, you know, basically, he's someone who's been making the most of his opportunities. He's been really, really great. And he actually is a standout from Stanford. And he is an Ivy League biology major. He was kind of undrafted because he got a bunch of concussions. But they were all very minor. And he did his own research on it, which is really interesting. And found that he would be perfectly fine in the NFL. And uh, interestingly enough, his entire family is in Ivy League schools playing sports. And their family rule was if you got anything lower than an A, you couldn't play your sport. So he has a brother who's a defensive back in Harvard. He has another brother who's a wide receiver at Stanford. His sister is a basketball player at Columbia. And then his littlest brother is still in high school. But I think we can assume that he's going maybe Harvard, Stanford, who knows. (laughs) But uh, I found that interesting. So he's really smart, and he's doing really well, and he's an undrafted free agent, and there's always one of those that makes the team and does really well. So I'm kind of hoping he's the guy. What do you look for, Dad, when you, like, see these, you know, undrafted wide receivers? How do you think they win the job? Hmm. Well, uh, it's a tough one. First of all, Josh Freeman is kind of the key to this whole thing. I notice you guys have got him ranked number 20. Um, Generous. Yeah, first of all, Generous. Yeah, I was going to say maybe this is this a, a year for him to either prove it or he's maybe gone, would you say? Yeah, and he needs um, good wide receivers to do that. Yeah, and these guys are, uh, it, it's, it's basically just come down to whoever executes the best. You know, um, 
It makes the least amount of mistakes, uh, can, knows the playbook. All these young guys, the playbook's the toughest thing. You know, it, it takes a while to get used to that deal and understand all the plays and so forth. And, and then, of course, it just comes down to the mechanics. Are they, are they watching the ball all the way into their hands? Are they jumping to the highest point? All these kinds of things. Are they running good routes and all those kinds of things. So um, I don't know. It, time will tell. Um, but it's not like they have some, some good, good potential. But it's such a tough league. You know, Tampa Bay is probably, what, at the bottom of the league, maybe? Of the league yeah. or the division? You know? Of their of their division, yeah. I mean, their division, even. Well, Carolina. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's true. Carolina, I guess. But although I think they're going to be make a comeback this year, but I do too. I just talked about that today. Did you? Yeah. yeah. Poof. Well, the next game on Thursday night is Cincinnati Bengals versus Atlanta Falcons. Yep, I'm going to talk about the Bengals. So the injuries: AJ Green, eek will be held out for the first preseason game because he tweaked his knee, but supposedly it's minor and they're just being safe. So don't freak out, but it's kind of hard not to because I love him. All right, so people are saying this is going to be like a standout year for the quarterback, Andy Dalton, and uh, I think it's going to happen. I really do. So basically the tight end, uh, Jermaine Gresham, A.J. Green, he's got Hawkins is injured, but, you know, I feel like it's going to happen. So I think it's going to be interesting to see who the backups are going to be. And we need to look at the rookie tight end, Tyler Eifert. And everyone's been talking about him. Supposedly he's been amazing during practice. When he got drafted, everybody was just freaking out. And I think this is going to be our first time to see him on the field. And supposedly at, at, um, on hard knocks, he's just like catching ridiculous passes. People love him. He's going to be kind of the star of, you know... I should say, Cincinnati Bengals are being featured in the, t- in the television uh, series Hard Knocks as the, t- Hard the Knocks. preseason. Yeah. yeah. And supposedly this Eifert guy is just going to be the star, and supposedly he's really doing a great job. So we'll get to check him out. I feel like after Hernandez's arrest, it just kind of has been downhill for tight ends positions since the, yeah. with, a lot of, with a lot of injuries and replacements. Talking about injuries, the Atlanta Falcons. Offensive lineman Mike Johnson will be out for the season after just dislocating his left ankle and suffering from a fractured fibula. Linebacker and defensive signal caller Sean Weatherspoon will not play on Thursday night after he suffered an open dislocation to a finger on his left hand. Don't Google it. You will throw up. It's disgusting. <laughs> Whew. Also, it makes me nauseous just thinking about it. Also, wide receiver Julio Jones will sit out the preseason opener as well after experiencing some tightness in his hamstring. Wah, wah. Just precautionary. We'll see. The Atlanta Falcons have two rookie cornerbacks, Desmond Trufant and Robert Alford, I think is how you pronounce both of those names. Thus far, everything you have heard about them has been good, so it's great. The coaches love them. They're doing really well. They may get some extra reps this this uh, starter to see if, you know, most rookies are going to see a little bit more looks in the preseason to try to really prove themselves. It looks like Trufant will get the start with Asante Samuel, but Alfred has been seeing a lot of reps in camp as well. So watch them to see who will be their second back. Well, that defense needs to get better. Oh, I mean, yeah. The Falcons' defense, I mean, I feel bad because the Falcons' offense is so good that it just makes the defense, it's just sad. 
you just think, gosh, they could really win a championship if they kind of got it together. What do you think, Doug? Yeah, well, where do you have them ranked, Falcons defense? Oof. Way down there, number 16. Yeah, that's weak for sure. Um, I, it's just one of those teams, though, that the offense is so powerful that uh, they're still going to do well. They're still going to win the league, oh, yeah. probably, uh, probably contend for the Super Bowl. <clears throat> yeah, when we say draft everybody on the Falcons, we are not talking about the defense, FYI. Offense yeah. only. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that's what's True. so sad about it. That's why I'm hoping these rookies really kind of come through, right? Because if they do, they could win a Super Bowl. Their offense is Absolutely. killer. It's awesome. Absolutely. The next game Thursday night is St. Louis Rams versus the Cleveland Browns. The Cleveland Browns injuries, we have running back Trent Richardson, will be held out of the preseason opener due to a shin injury. Backup always running hurt. back Montario Harden. What? He's always Excuse hurt. Me? I know. He's always hurt. Well, the backup will also not play and hasn't practiced due to a hamstring issue, which is great for them. According to his coach, Chudzinski, which I love that name, Trent Richardson is being <laughs> held out of the first preseason game because – they're being cautious, so much of this cautious stuff. This is why preseason you want to look out for the sleepers, people. Yeah. So who will have the backing? Who will back them up? We have Dion Lewis and Brandon Jackson. Richardson is the clear starter after his breakout rookie season, but he has also been plagued with injuries and is being worked back into this offense slowly. While he is frustrated that he was limited in practice over the weekend, Coach is nervous his bruised right shin might turn into a stress, frac- stress fracture. Excuse me. Keep your eye on Lewis and Jackson as possible waiver wire pickups as Richardson has a hard time staying healthy. I'm telling you. If this is one you don't pick up the backup for the running back, but definitely keep an eye on it. If you've got Richardson as your running back, they're yeah. going to run, so... Agreed. So the How Saint, about the St. Louis Rams? St. Louis Rams, uh, no injuries really to report that are going to affect your fantasy football life. Uh, but uh, one of the big things we're going to look for that everybody's been talking about is who is going to emerge as the top running back. Here's the deal. Jeff Fisher has produced a 1,000-yard rusher 14 out of the 17 seasons that he's been coaching. He's going to pick a stud. I just highly doubt he's going to do the running back by committee that everyone's been talking about. But we need to see them play. Everyone thinks that Daryl Richardson is going to get the start. He did a great job backing up Steven Jackson, and I'm not entirely sure what the controversy even is. Isaiah Pete is supposedly very talented, but he's riskier. He's also suspended for the first game. And then there's Zach Stacy, which is a rookie that they picked up, and he's a, he's a wild card. He's different. All three are vying for the position, and it's going to be really interesting to see what they do now that they've lost Steven Jackson, who's now playing for, of course, the Atlanta Falcons, whose offense is just amazing. So it's going to be a tough time for them figuring out who's who. It's going to be the game of the running backs. It is. Yeah, I don't recognize any of these guys. Yeah. Uh, you know, before they get rid of Steven Jackson, I have no idea. You guys have him ranked, uh, what, uh, 11th, you know, which is high. That's probably about right, though, for him. But um, if Michael Turner can be like a number fifteen back in Atlanta, Stephen Jackson can be in the top ten. He's so much more talented. Yeah, totally. I agree. But yeah, you're right. These these guys, we don't know know who they are. With this kind of preseason, with injuries, 
Somebody will emerge. Yeah. Well, next, the next game on Thursday night is the Washington Redskins versus Tennessee Titans. The Washington Redskins tight end Jordan Reed is out with a hurt foot. Running back Chris Thompson, though, is returning to practice, practice which is a good sign. The Redskins have a very young defense with three rookies expected to start Thursday's preseason game. Sixth-round free, sixth free safety Makari Rambo. Awesome. Great name. Great name. We're going to put that on the list. (laughs) Um, Well, Rambo has been practicing with the first string, which is a great sign. And with Merriweather, who's hurt, and Angelo Hall, but Merriweather is coming back this week. David Emerson and Philip Thomas have taken their place in training camp. So we'll see a lot of them this Thursday night. Washington was ranked 28th last year in defense. So... There isn't too much room to fall down is, I guess, a positive way to look at it. Always a silver lining with you, Courtney. I like it. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. Uh, Tennessee Titans, no real injuries of note per se. Um, The wide receiver, Kendall Wright. I'm very interested in this guy. He actually had a pretty decent season last year. Um, But he had, like, almost no yards after the catch, which is a statistic that... It's kind of a deeper stat line, but it matters. So anyway, I guess he, you know, he lost some weight and he came back. He seems to be faster. He's moving better. Every, all the reports from camp are saying that he's, you know, top notch and is going to be able to actually get away from defenders. But I'd like to see it, you know. And uh, Kenny Britt supposedly coming back magic time. But I, you know, Tennessee, I've heard this before. I've heard this story about the Tennessee receivers before. So I'd like to see them actually do it. Yeah, with a poor team, you really need some people for the defense to, you know, cover. And if it's just Kenny Brett, then game over, you lose. So here's hoping. And will we have Jake Locker thrown to him? Yeah. Yeah. He's, uh, what, ranked 26th? It's a really so good offense, Should be people. interesting, yeah. Generous. <laughs> Once again, a but generous I will say ranking. I'd like to lose 15 pounds. I want to know what he did. <laughs> generous ranking, yeah. yes. The next game on Thursday night is the Denver Broncos versus the San Francisco 49ers. The Denver Broncos injuries include Joel Dreesen out on undergoing knee surgery, awesome. Ryan Clady surgery. Chris Cooper ankle. J.D. Watson ankle. Bam. They just got beat up. Is it me or is this preseason looking more and more like an episode of ER? I mean, these they're getting hurt left and right this preseason. The Broncos certainly haven't been immune to the injury bug, losing center Dan Copen for the season with a torn ACL. Perhaps the more curious dilemma is the temporary loss of tight ends Joel Dreesen with the knee surgery and Jacob Tammy now with, I mean, it's just, it's crazy. On Tuesday, the Broncos signed free agent tight end D'Angelo Peterson, who has spent time playing for the St. Louis Rams and Washington Redskins, which I don't know how much time he actually played for them. That'll be um, an interesting man. I mean, thank goodness Peyton Manning makes everybody look good, but it's kind of scary for tight end positions. Um, So we'll see. I mean, I'm, I'm really hoping the Broncos are able to pull it out. The word is Julius Thomas really looks good in camp. Good. I guess he's getting a lot of reps, and um, he's a real stud, I guess. So we'll see a lot of him tomorrow night. 
um, or, or excuse me, tonight. Yes, by the time this goes well, up, San Francisco forty. Yeah, well, yeah. and they're playing the 49ers, who's obviously we know Crabtree's out, Darius Fleming's out, Brandon Carswell tore his ACL. Mm. Colin Kaepernick has tons of people he loves to throw to. Just kidding. Seeing how. He had a bromance <laughs> with Crabtree last year. The only, <laughs> the only other quarterback wide receiver combo that that saw more love was, of course, we know Jake Cutler and Brandon Marshall. The only two players playing for the Bears last year. Now that Crabtree is hurt, Kaepernick will be looking for a new go-to guy. While some say that this guy will be the tight end, or some guy will. Some, some people think that Vernon Davis is going to see the ball constantly, seeing how he's practicing his wide receiver as well as tight end, which is crazy. Um, but I'm saying you need to look out for a guy, Ricardo Lockett. The Great six foot two, 212-pound luck, I know, is a former national track champion and is described by teammates as Kaepernick's BFF. Oh, how cute. <laughs> the two have been rumored to be constantly studying the playbook and head coach Jim Harbar has taken notice saying there is something special about Lockett. <laughs> if Kaepernick airs it out early to Ricardo Lockett, you heard it here first, people. The bromance is about to go down in San Francisco. Well, yeah. I'm so glad we have these great names. Colin Kaepernick and Ricardo Lockett. It's just a match made in heaven. Oh, Lockett. Excuse me. Or is it Lockett? It, so it might nicer. be Lockett. I don't know. You're, you're probably right. I don't know. Um, no, it probably is Lockett. I, I'm saying Lockett. <laughs> because Lockett. it sounds fun. I like that. that. Why not? I, I'm, Why not? I find it really fascinating that people keep wanting to drop Tom Brady in their quarterback rankings because he doesn't have anyone to throw to. And yet Colin Kaepernick has no one to throw to. And people don't talk about dropping him much. They're like, oh, no, he's got I the know. skills. I'm like, Tom Brady has the skills, people. I don't know. I'm I'm a little overwhelmed. Well, we're what do you think about Dad? the Bronco game, uh, San Francisco game? Did you see that um, the Broncos, uh, Peyton Manning and uh, um, Eric Decker, Thomas and Welker, are on the cover of SI coming out this week? No, I didn't. See so that. if you believe in the whole SI jinx thing, that's not so good if you're a Bronco fan. I actually tweeted that yesterday. Uh, that's about to come out, so that's I guess it's uh, kind of a neat picture. I'm, I'm told that um, Decker and Welker play a little prank on uh, Peyton, uh, making him think it was going to be a shirtless picture. <laughs> <laughs> Peyton was all freaked out, I guess. So, so they had him, you know, punk there for a while. That's good because Peyton but, does that stuff to his players. Yeah, exactly. All the time. And does. I say his players, not not Fox's players or Elway's players, Peyton's players. He does that stuff to them all the time. Yeah, he does. Uh, yeah. I guess there's some good articles in there about uh, how he, he pins up uh, rankings of, uh, you know, how many drop balls wide receivers had and that kind of stuff, showing, uh, you know, some of his <laughs> receivers and highlighting it and all that kind of stuff. So he has little ways of kind of digging at his players uh, to, to step it up. But, uh, uh, but anyway, that was kind of funny. Oh, on a side note to that as well, I mean – Peyton and his brother, Eli, did a little rap video, which you should all check out as well. It is awesome. Yes, and it's inspired me. We have to do a Her Fantasy Football 
uh, football on your phone or football on your computer or something. And maybe we're TLC, Wilson Phillips. There's lots of good female trios out there, people. <laughs> I, I hear you. I hear you. Kick off your cleats, cleats, and relax your feet. Nope, I don't know. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to write that one out. <laughs> I, I am no Kanye West. I'll tell you that. Oh, Thank that's God. that's Destiny's Child, right? No, that's TLC. Kick off your cleeks and relax your feet. Oh, that's good. <laughs> yeah, it's Party not good. That was really good, Courtney. I think that's oh. in vogue. Wasn't that in vogue? Just, it's just kicking, right? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I did it as a talent show, though, in my third grade class in, in Wayne, Nebraska. I know that. Some lip syncing and some serious dance moves was going on to that <sighs> song. <laughs> the next game for Thursday night is Seattle Seahawks. Versus San Diego Chargers. So the Seattle Seahawks only have the obvious injuries, really, which is the um, Percy Harvin hip surgery that'll have him out for four months, and the Sydney Rice has decided to go to an, to Europe to have a procedure, a non-surgical procedure done. So uh, <laughs> we don't know what that means. We're thinking they're injecting ganja into his into his body is what's going on. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping maybe it's hypnotism. I'm not entirely sure, but <laughs> I'm into it. I'm into it. So basically it just leaves the wide receiver position up for grabs. And so we're gonna be checking out the the usuals for the Seahawks for backups, and that would be Golden Tate and Doug Baldwin. And you know what? Frankly, Russell Wilson got it done with them last year. I'm not concerned. Yeah. That's my coverage on I, that. Well, they have such an incredible defense that that'll win the game for them right there. And then Marshawn the Lynch will just run you over. The opposite of the Falcons. Right. Yeah. They're yeah. the opposite. Yeah. And then Marshawn yeah. Lynch just says, oh, there's the end zone. I've got it. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> just, yeah. It's a no-brain. Right. What about the Chargers? San court? Diego Chargers. Uh, well... Running Nightmare. back Danny Woodhead has missed third, his third straight practice due to an unspecified issue. Hmm, interesting. Wide receiver Vincent Brown missed seven practices due to a hamstring issue. Is back at practice, but unlikely to play in preseason opener. Wide receiver Alexander Torres ACL and will be out for the whole season. Oof, Chargers. Yeah, I don't... Uh... Did you go that whole time without mentioning Rivers? How's that work? Uh, <laughs> well, but, that's uh, just injuries. I, you know, unfortunately, Rivers is healthy, so yeah. <laughs> but uh, maybe he'll pull. Maybe he'll pull a Cutler this year and pretend like he's not. It is looking more and more like there will be a running back by committee in San Diego this year between Ryan Matthews, Ronnie Brown, and Danny Woodhead. I love Danny Woodhead. Just so you all know. Watch this team very carefully in preseason to try to get the feel of who will be the goal line guy. That will be the guy that you want to pick up, even if the guy isn't technically the starter, which means just because the starter, you know, is on the field first doesn't mean he's going to be the guy that's scoring the touchdowns. San Diego might be that team this year, like the Redskins were last year, where you just don't, you, you don't want to play the starter. You want to play the guy that gets the touchdowns. So keep an eye out this year. It's going to be interesting with the running backs. Yeah, Ryan Matthews is the number one guy that you should never pick. 
I think so. I think I think Ryan Matthews has successfully screwed each and every single yeah. one of us in fantasy football. Yes. I ranked and him I at 32, rivers. and huh? it is very low compared to other fantasy experts. We have him ranked as the last of the starters of the teams. And, I mean, I think it's generous. And, frankly, I'm with Courtney. I think Danny Woodhead might be the steal of the draft. I like Danny Woodhead, and I think he's going to be the goal line guy. I think he's going to be the touchdowns, and they can pass to him. I'm into, I'm into Woodhead, and I want to Me get too. the guts up to rank him above Ryan Matthews because, in my opinion, I'm with you, Dad. I will never draft Ryan Matthews, but in a lower round, I will draft Danny Woodhead. Yeah, but a lot lower round, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. it's a risk. But, uh, yeah, Matthews is a, is a problem. And I mentioned Rivers just because, uh, Courtney, you've always had Rivers uh, for years as yes. your quarterback. And, and yes, I have a serious love-hate relationship with yeah. him, and I might even draft him this year as my backup just for fun. Um, <laughs> because yes, I'm a glutton for punishment. I just am totally into Rivers. Oh, and I hate him. It's just great. It's like one of the things I love to watch on Sunday is – is Philip throwing the ball to uh, the defensive back? So we'll see. We'll see, <laughs> see how, how it goes. goes yeah. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> so there's a lot of games Thursday night. You guys make sure you're watching. Um, and Friday night, there's a lot of games as well. There's only two games: one on Saturday, one on Sunday. So the majority of these games are going to be finishing up on Friday. The first game on Friday is the New York Jets versus Detroit Lions. Okay, guys, New York Jets. The- all right, injuries. Wide receiver Antonio Holmes supposedly is chatting with his buddies about how he's probably going to miss the first four regular season games, at least. How nice of him. Uh, anyway, the running back, Joe McKnight, was held out of practice due to a concussion. That's separate from him being arrested. Running back Chris Ivory strained his hamstring and supposedly has been unimpressive in camp. Eek. Uh, tight end Kellen Winslow has been listed as probable and probably will be for most of the season. So draft beware because the Jets plan to ration Winslow's workload uh, due to his numerous knee injuries. He's getting a little older. It's got to be done. So basically, listen, the, the person everyone's going to be looking at, regardless of whether you say you are or not, is Geno Smith. We need to just see the guy play already. I'm so sick of hearing about him. Ugh. East Coast bias on ESPN is killing me. Anyway, um, we talk about him all the time. Let's just see him play. Supposedly he's beating out Mark Sanchez in camp. That can't surprise anybody. And, uh, you know, it doesn't really matter to me because they don't have anyone to throw to anyway. So I'm I'm thoroughly not impressed. The only note is uh, I keep calling – I keep spelling it Gino, like G-I-N-O. But I live in Astoria, Queens, and there's all these restaurants named Gino's. <laughs> so literally, I see his name spelled a different way <laughs> every day, and it's messing up my typing. That's my only thought on that. Oh That's how gosh. important I think this guy is. Who's starting? Mark Sanchez will get Gino? the start. They have announced He'll on the, the Jets that he will get the start, and that Gino will get time with the first team. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then Gina will play, what, through the second quarter? And then who's the other guy that comes in? Does it say? Do you, do no, you know? it doesn't matter. Does it really matter? If, if your options are Geno Smith, 
and Mark Sanchez is your starter. God, let's third quarterback really. I mean, he must be awful. <laughs> awful. I think it's is it so. Sims? No. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. yeah. Probably, probably Phil Sims. Yeah, I mean, just kidding. Whenever yeah. I hear Gino, I want to say Gino, my man, Gino. That's what I'm saying. I live in Queens. Yeah. This is all I hear. Yeah, it's killing me. Right, I agree. I agree with you. Now, Detroit Lions will be playing the Jets. The Detroit's Detroit really hasn't had too many major injuries. The cornerbacks have been in a rough position. Jonte Green and Chris Greenwood out with hamstring injuries and. Now, Ricky Slay left practice for his ankle. I don't know. We, we should probably talk about the defense for the Detroit Lions, but when you have Kickalicious trying for a spot, there's really no need to talk about anybody else. Megatron who? I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Kickalicious. Kickalicious. The man from Norway, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Remember that song? I don't song? care. Oh, yeah. I don't care if he plays... Soccer, rugby, tennis, you know, the man knows how to kick a football. And I guess he's doing great. Everybody really likes him. I feel really bad for Akers, but, man, I really hope this um, Harvard guy gets gets the starting job. Yeah. What do you... I like him. I haven't seen the video. Sorry. I, I know that's <laughs> unbelievable, probably, but... Uh... Get with it, Dad. What's the deal? My is, husband. Is he, my husband just watched it last night for the first he, time. Is he I made incredible? him. Oh, he. Well, he, the video is about trick shot after trick shot after trick shot. I mean, the guy is kicking the ball, and a man is in a moving truck catching it perfectly right on the numbers. I mean, they, it, he's just throwing the ball, kicking it behind him, and getting a field goal. You know, he's like okay. parallel to the goal, field goal, and he is kicking it in like. Like you would cut a ball playing golf. I mean, the guy is. Okay. But he's never been freak. in an actual football never game. Never wore American a helmet. Football game before. <laughs> never worn a helmet. No. Uh, never had uh, 320 pound guys coming after him. Um, no, but David Akers is, and is old. Breathing now. hard and spitting and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, it'll, it'll, be, it'll be interesting to see well, he if has he jokes or not. But. Uh, he seems to be very lighthearted about it. He's just so. Well, kind he's of a like soccer honored. guy, right? Right, he plays soccer. Yeah, I know. So he plays football. Yeah, football. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, he plays. I'm, I'm football. into him. But you and know what? You Those need... people are jerks. Those soccer right. players are really. I mean, they're. Oh no, the people that they like kick you, bite you. Like soccer players are vicious. It's a vicious sport. I don't know. Oh, yeah, and mm-hmm. they get threats all the time to get their life's taken because they missed a goal or you know yeah. didn't didn't steal that ball and i mean so i'm sure he's he's going to be do just fine with the criminals of the nfl detroit's I, I, probably I, a fairyland yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the next game friday night is the new england patriots and the philadelphia eagles the new england patriots wide receiver michael Jenkins jenkins remains out due to an upper leg injury tight end bollard Ballard, excuse me, recently returned to practice, which is great after hurting his knee. Still no news on the return of tight end Rob Gronkowski. Bill. But let's talk about what everybody wants to talk about with the New England Patriots, which is Tim Tebow. Right? <laughs> Ladies, holla. Although I'm not really into him like some people are, but whatever. Um, he looks 
like he's going to make the roster, which is currently sitting at the third third man on the depth chart behind Brady and Ryan Mallet. Brandon, is that proper? Mallet. Mallet. Mm, I tried to make that one fancy. Not, not the case. <laughs> not the case. Mallet. Mallet. Huh? Um, like a word chalet? Word camp is that he's throwing, his throwing motion is getting a little better, which... I mean, can't mm. get any worse. <laughs> I said it. You didn't have to. Thanks, thanks, thanks. Yeah, it's, it's far to not, go. not far to go. Not far to go. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. So the Philadelphia Eagles uh, injuries: wide receiver Aurelius Ben and wide receiver Jeremy Macklin. That's kind of old news, but they're all out for the season with a torn ACL. This isn't. This is an epidemic, people. The torn ACL epidemic has has happened. Uh, wide receiver Demarius Johnson is questionable after leaving practice with a hamstring issue. And then running back LaShawn McCoy struggled with his knee over the past week, and he is listed as day-to-day. All right. Uh, The first preseason game against the Patriots uh, is going to be, well, interesting. Because... There's a question about whether you want to draft any Eagles. It's very up in the air as to what Chip Kelly's going to do with this offense. It's up in the air as to who's going to be the quarterback. Is it going to be Foles? Is it going to be Vic? Um, Neither are really expected to take a lot of reps, so we don't want to read into it, but how else will we know? And supposedly Vic's done really well in practice, and everyone's like, I think it's him, but Chip Kelly's been really adamant about how it has not been won. This is still up for grabs. So I think it's going to be very interesting. And just to let everyone know out there, I'm actually going to be at the Eagles training camp this Sunday, August 11th. There's kind of a fantasy football expert meetup, and we were invited, and I'm going to represent. So I'm going to get to the bottom of this. I'm just going to walk right up to Chip Kelly, and I'm going to say hello. No, I'm just kidding. But I do, I, you know, sometimes you want to do that, right? Just say, <laughs> hi, <laughs> my name's Brandon. You don't know me. What's your deal? Um, but supposedly, I guess with the Oregon offense, they use those they call big... security. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm totally going to get hauled off by security. There's no doubt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> supposedly, uh, at Oregon, though, they use these huge, like, signs, these placards with, to, for the plays. Do you know what I'm talking about, Dad? Because they don't have, like, the headsets in college. So it's like um, he had these big symbols, and that would represent the play. And supposedly, he uses them in practice. Even though he has a headset, it's kind of like a thing. So I'm excited to see what that looks like. So he does that in practice, you said? Yeah. And they're wondering if he's going to do it during the the game, too. Well, they're wondering. And so I'm I'm intrigued to see it in in person. And I guess the the fans love it. It's very old school. (laughs) It's kind of fun. So what's a sign that just says, run, that he waves (laughs) in the air to the running backs? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, baby steps with some of these guys. Yeah. Run, wow, the Eagles must pass, be really high in intelligence. Go deep. Yeah. Um, yeah There's a big sign of a kicker. Is. We're kicking. Like, I just, yeah. yeah, we're kicking. Yeah. Yeah. I don't it's know so what this good. is going to be. There's a guy that no. I work with as a Philadelphia Eagles fan. He was the one who told me. He's like, look for the signs. And I was like, uh, okay. Uh-huh. So that's what we're really going to be watching in the matchup is the signs off the Eagles bench. Look for it, people. Uh, Insider info. (laughs) Michael Vick starting, you know, and it's his position to lose, it sounds like. So what I'm hearing anyways. And then McCoy, I think, is definitely a a good pick for uh, fantasy. 
He's talking about his knee, or you mentioned his knee. Yeah. You know, I hate to say it, but I think some of these guys make up some of these injuries. So they don't have to play some of these preseason games. They can sit in the hot tub and all this other stuff. Then when it's time for showtime, they all of a sudden they feel a lot better. So They're Jay Cutlering us. Yeah. So and I wouldn't worry about the whole knee thing. Look at but Steve McCoy Williams cutting a, through the crap. High pick. That's right. <laughs> I'm, I'm not believing yeah. a word of this. I no, like it. No bullshit on this bench <laughs> over here. Right? That's right. <laughs> this guy made this up. I'm done with him. Next Right. Next game, Friday night, is the Miami Dolphins versus Jacksonville Jaguars. I have both of those teams. On the Miami injury list, we have Ben's torn ACL again, Mike Wallace with minor groin injury, several undisclosed injuries for the Miami Dolphins, which is very odd to me, but maybe maybe they're doing a New England move and never telling us what the heck is going on with them. We'll see. Right. When, when the Miami Dolphins face off against the Jacksonville Jaguars, I won't be looking at any one position on offense. I'm looking at whether or not the offense can produce together at all. If the Dolphins' offense is to be successful, it will most likely come through the arm of quarterback Ryan Tannehill, Brandon's favorite. The Miami Dolphins believe in Tannehill and his ability to be a top-tier NFL quarterback. Hmm. Running the free agent table this offseason, adding wide receiver Mike Wallace and tight end Dustin Keller. The Dolphins gave Tannehill the weapons he needs to be successful. Now, will there be chemistry on that offense to actually pour through, pull through during the season? We will see. I don't know. The Jacksonville Jaguars injuries, Cecile Shorts, Calf, Justin Forsett, toe, nothing more to really report. When the Jacksonville Those toes are tricky, though. This Friday against my... Those toes oh, are yeah, tricky. Oh, yeah, it totally messes that... your balance. Yeah. Yeah. Toes scare me. <laughs> toes scare me. <laughs> she, too, has a foot fetish like grass. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a foot fetish. <laughs> but toes, whenever I hear a guy's toe hurts him, I'm like, oh, that guy's going to be out more than one game. Remember yeah, the Antonio the Gates toe ACL. scandal? You better recover fast. <laughs> the Antonio Gates? Oh, yeah. Turf toe? Oh, yeah. Ugh. Turf Nightmare. toe. It does hurt. Ugh. Turf toe. It sounds uh, innocent, but it does hurt. So. I will say the person I'll be watching for the Jacksonville Jaguars is Denard Robinson. The former Michigan standout was overshadowed in last April's draft by guard, guard Luke. Can you pronounce this name? Jacques Lee? You're making it sound nice again. I know, I am, I am. <laughs> I'm going to do, I'm gonna do the next podcast in like, a French accent. Who are the these people? people? <laughs> yeah, but anyways. They're going to be like, why is everyone <laughs> yeah. French? We have a one normal name the whole time. So I know, I know. Where are the Smiths and Williams Smith. like us yeah. that are easy names to say? After last season's impressive showing by wide receivers, shorts, uncertainty at the quarterback position and the suspension of wide receiver Justin Blackman finding a way to incorporate Robinson's versatile style of play will be something for fantasy owners to watch. Last year one of the best pickups was Morris a relative un, relatively unknown to fantasy owners on draft day maybe Mr. Robinson will be another sleeper. But it's the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah, There's really I not mean, much else to talk about with yeah, them. Not a lot of excitement in that game. <laughs> yeah. This isn't going to be the blockbuster Sometimes these game. These teams of come the out week. of nowhere that you. Th- 
no, no, no. True. Next, true. let's move on to the next game, which will. Uh, I mean, we'll see if this one's going to be the blockbuster of the week either. Chicago Bears versus the Carolina Panthers. I'm into it. All right, Chicago Bears, injury report. Wide receiver Alshon Jeffrey and defensive end Julius Peppers left practice due to hamstring issues. Uh, Wide receiver Earl Bennett was evaluated on Saturday for a concussion. Boo. All right. What we want to watch during this Chicago Bears game is Jay Cutler and his wide receivers. So here's the deal. They're implementing a new offense with a new head coach. Cutler seems a little resistant. I mean, surprise, surprise. So I'd like to see him run this new offense. I mean, he's a starter, so he probably won't play much and, you know, the receivers. But I want to see what this new offense is like. And is everyone listening? Are they able to operate? Basically, in general, I want to see the routes that they're running. And they're trying to speed it up. They're trying to get him to throw to other people. And I'm a hint concerned. I'm not entirely sure that this is going to work out for them. Um, Jay Cutler is kind of an old dog learning new tricks at this point. You know, you want to believe that he's younger than he is and he hasn't learned bad habits. But, man, if anyone's learned bad habits, it's Jay Cutler. So (laughs) I'd like to see that. And then on the other side of the ball with Carolina Panthers, their defense is a huge problem. It's been a problem for years. And... With Chicago learning a new offense, I'm hoping that they get some turnovers. Because here's the deal. When you're playing fantasy football, that's what you want in a defense. Turnovers. That's how you get points from your defense. So I want to see if if with a team struggling to just figure out what their offense is, if they can actually force the turnovers. So I think that that's pretty much what I'm looking for. Um, and especially because Carolina's in a high turnover division. You know, Drew Brees has the most interceptions in the last four years out of any quarterback. Uh, Josh Freeman is still green. He's trying to also win himself a good contract. He's in a contract year, and he's trying to also keep his job. And then Matt Ryan is pretty consistent. But, you know, what? he had that one game with five interceptions last year. So there, there are opportunities for them to get some points this year as a defense. I agree. Yeah, there's no question. What are the, you have him ranked, what, fourth? So that's pretty good. Although I'm, I'm kind of looking at the rankings here of all the various other positions, and and Brandon Marshall is the only person you have of any position inside the top 15, including Jay Cutler. If I'm not, if I'm looking at it correctly. Jay Cutler cannot be in the top um, 15. No, I'm saying you don't have anybody in the top 15 other than Brandon Marshall, uh, and, and their defense, of course, is number four. But I'm just saying, I, I don't. That doesn't bode well for them in terms of doing well if they don't have a, a top 15 wide receiver, running back, tight end. Well, Matt Forte is, I think, number seven. Oh, for, oh Forte is. Yeah, Forte's up there. Okay, maybe I didn't see it properly. He should be. Yeah. Actually, McCoy, you've got in there, but uh, I don't know. But anyways, yeah, so should be interesting. New offense is tough. It generally takes um, a little time to work out. It's going to be a little bit like uh, San Diego, right? New, right. Head, new head coach there with Philip Rivers mm-hmm. and the gang. and yeah. uh, That's going to be tough to adjust, I think, to, to a new, uh, new head coach, new offensive coordinator, that kind of thing. So. A year of rebuilding. Yep. Next game is Houston Texans versus Minnesota Vikings. 
All right, Houston Texans, the defensive end, J.J. Watt or Swat, has been held out of practice due to a left elbow injury. Running back Arian Foster has been sitting out due to a sore back, but he um, was actually put on the, the pup list because of a calf injury, so it's a little weird. The injury seems to be roaming his body. Uh, and then the running back Ben Tate, his backup, is listed as questionable due to a groin injury. So it looks like, uh, uh, I think, DeAndre Hopkins. We're having real problems with the names tonight. This is good stuff. (laughs) Because we're we're, we're talking about players we don't normally talk about. We're not making money. Right, exactly. That's right. DeAndre Hopkins. No, I say, yeah, if we were making money, we should should hire somebody just to tell us how to pronounce these names. We would have a, a linguist on hand. I promise people. Uh, anyway. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Kubiak thinks he's great. Dondre Hopkins. Why not? Hmm. Yeah. Minnesota Vikings? Vikings. No injuries to necessarily report, but Leslie Frazier has been known to not only start a rookie, not, not always just start a rookie because they drafted him. He makes them work for it. So it's no surprise that the wide receiver Patterson is being listed as the number four receiver behind Jennings, Simpson, and Wright. Watch how Patterson does during preseason games because I'm guessing that he's going to start moving up pretty fast since he's a rather large target at six foot three, 205 pounds. A quick little guy. So we'll see. Not necessarily. Uh, Anything to watch under AP, I'm sure he will not be playing at all. But draft him number one if you're number one pick in the draft, just so you know. That's my opinion, at least. Yes, and your significant other is number one pick? Yes, he is. My husband will be. (laughs) We've watched the same moment of AP on the NFL Network three times now. Because my husband's so excited about drafting AP. So it's out. <laughs> it's out. I, I guess I probably shouldn't have okay. said that, but uh, yeah, no, okay. it's out. It's totally out. He's picking <laughs> AP. It's fine. Yeah, that's, that's a really risky pick. Yes, it's yeah. kind of scary. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, which leads us right into the next game, which is the Kansas City Chiefs versus Oof. New Orleans Saints. My husband's favorite team, the Chiefs. Uh, my children do have Chiefs outfits, which is kind of embarrassing it's Brandon you want (laughs) it's borderline child services kind of uh, territory Courtney (laughs) they look great in red though all right well I'll give you that all right Kansas City Chiefs not uh, any injuries really to report Um, because you know what as far as I can tell there's only love and rainbows coming from the Kansas City Chiefs (laughs) if you've turned on your television they are excited to be Chiefs this year it's like it's, well, it's, they should be. It's a parade. They throw themselves a parade every day. It's bizarre. Moving on. All right, so they have this wide receiver, wide receiver named Rico Richardson, which is a great name. Rico! And I knew Love. Courtney would like that. Rico Richardson. Hello. Uh, so he's an undrafted uh, rookie wide receiver from Jackson State, Mississippi, where he was actually named the Southwestern Athletic Conference Offensive Player of the Year in 2012. 
And uh, you probably haven't heard of him, but he's actually one of the buzzier players coming from the Chiefs. And as I said, they've been buzzing the whole offseason. So if he's even standing out amongst the buzz, then it's pretty cool. So uh, anyway, supposedly Rico he's the fastest. Rico Richardson, huh? Rico Richardson. Rico. And it's time for a little R&R. As we have to- <laughs> <laughs> oh, daddy-o, bringing right, it. Uh, yeah, so, uh, so you know, good. he's been taking... Uh, first team reps. He has a really good relationship with Chase Daniel, who's the backup to Alex Smith, which is great because it's making both of them shine. And uh, he's also from New Orleans, and that's where the game is. So they think that he's going to be performing big time for his uh, home state. So I'm interested. I want to see how this guy does. And I always like the undrafted rookie free agent kind of thing, especially for wide receivers. I think it's fun. I, I agree. You know, we... You might have gotten Rico from New Orleans Saints, but we got Steve Breston from the Kansas City Chiefs. I don't, we'll see who wins out in this wide receiver battle. I will say the only reason why they picked Breston up is because they are injured in wide receivers, like it's going out of style. Marquise Colston is returning, but we'll see how he feels. Jeb Morgan, third wide receiver, has seen second opinion on his knee, which usually is not a good sign. And wide receiver Andy Tanner will not be playing for now, is what that says. Hmm. So we picked up Rusted. They picked up another guy that they had dropped, I think, last week. I'm pretty sure just to have bodies to throw to. So it'll be interesting to see who will fight it out for the third wide receiver spot. Um, You know, Lance Moore is still hanging on, which is great. But Steve Rusted might be the third spot for wide receivers. So he wasn't even on a team last week. Now he might be starting. So... We'll see how the wide receivers turn out. I mean, I can't imagine Drew Brees using Jimmy Graham any more this year than he has last year. But, again, pick up Jimmy Graham if you lost out on some great wide receivers. Jimmy Graham is going to get you lots of points, as always. Yeah, there's no question. Uh, Who do you think was the number one points, fantasy points person on the ESPN League last year? Jimmy Graham. Well, Jimmy Graham, then. Wrong. <laughs> Drew Brees. Really? But, uh, yeah, so Drew Brees is number one. Um, but Jimmy Graham, yeah, he's, he's the real deal, of course, and with the Kronk basically out or who knows what his story is, you know, Jimmy, Jimmy's going to get a lot, of, a lot of looks again, of course, and some people feel that, you know, depending on what happens in your draft, you know, a lot of times you typically would go running back first, and then, and then there's always that who's going to sneak in with the first quarterback pick and all that kind of stuff. But uh, you wouldn't hesitate to get Jimmy pretty quickly, quite frankly. And you might even want to get him right up there next to Calvin Johnson and all that kind of stuff. So his uh, tight ends have come a long way. He is the man. So anyway. The next game is the Arizona Cardinals versus the Green Bay Packers. Yes. Those Arizona Cardinals. You know, I'm so glad we divvied up all these teams. Okay. I think the Arizona Cardinals are, like, one of my little favorites. I feel like they're kind of these little bunnies that I like to protect. I don't know why. Anyway. Your little favorites? They are my little favorites. (laughs) They're like little munchkin people. I don't know. I love them. I I don't know why I've really gotten into the Cardinals, but I have. Maybe I feel for them. I don't know. But the running back, (laughs) (laughs) maybe that's why I want to protect them. Stop making fun of them, guys. They're a real team. Uh, they're real. They're 
real. <laughs> Running back Richard Mendenhall will continue to miss practice due to need tendonitis, but the new coach, Bruce Arians, hopes that he can get uh, a quarter of carries in in the first preseason game. All right. Running back Ryan Williams is on crutches after injuring his knee and receiving an unspecified treatment, which is the new thing. You know, whatever. Right, right. I guess it's the new black. Uh, might not even make the team, you guys. Uh, running back Andre Ellington left practice with a stiff neck and will enter the NFL's concussion protocol, leaving him questionable for the preseason opener. So um, it kind of messes up what I was going to say, but not really. So there's two rookie running backs that are going to split some time in this game. It's going to be Stefan Taylor and Andre Ellington, if Andre is okay and doesn't have a concussion and just had a stiff neck. So um, anyway, it's, uh, you know, Ryan Williams is hurt again. He He has missed 27 of his possible 32 NFL games. That's really sad. Uh, and Mendenhall's battling tendonitis and his repaired knee that can linger. Really so I'd like to see who these rookies are because they might be good pickups. And supposedly they've done some big improvements on the O-line. And Bruce Arians a stickler for running. So I, I think we might be able to get some yardage out of some, some of these guys. We might have a sleeper in here. Might have a sleeper. The Arizona Cardinals. Brandon thinks so. It's like Tannehill. Do you listen to her? It's her little favorites. <laughs> I did not. I said Tannehill is the best of the worst. I did not say I love him. We're never going to let you live it down. Oh, no, we're never going to let you live it down. All right, talk about the Packers already. The Green Bay Packers. You want to talk about a real, real uh, quarterback? Just so you know. I agree. Aaron Rodgers. Draft I agree. Him. He's... I know, I know. Um, Injuries. Wide receiver Jordy Nelson had a procedure done on his knee to clear up lingering problems and will miss the rest of camp. I will say this was going on a month or two ago when they decided not to do the procedure in hopes that he wouldn't miss any time. So now that they're doing it, when the preseason starts, kind of leaves me up in the air on whether or not he's going to be playing in the first game of the regular season as well. Wide receiver Randall Cobb suffered... Um, a bicep injury during practice, so he's questionable. Running back Eddie Lacy was held out of practice due to a hamstring issue. Stakes. Now, the Packers have signed a one-year deal with quarterback Vince Young. It is expected that he will compete for the second-string spot against Graham Harrell. Young is 30 and was the third overall pick in the 2006 draft and is chocked full of drama. Now, you might say, who cares about the backup to the Packers? But we all know there's a room for them to be starting in another position or another team in two years. So just throwing it out there, the quarterbacks are going to be fun to watch since we're not going to be able to see Aaron Rodgers this Friday night. The next game is the Dallas Cowboys versus the Oakland Raiders. Yeah, stop you for one second. And that is to say with the uh, Green Bay game, uh, did you mention with your injuries? Were you mentioning the left tackle? No, I did not mention. Oh, the Brian Belaga. Yeah. Suffered a season-ending knee injury. Yeah, you had mentioned that's right. Him, right. Yeah, he's uh, that's a big deal. Right. <laughs> if you're a right-handed it's quarterback, a which I believe Aaron Rodgers is, right? Yeah. So, uh, and I think they have some other injuries. In fact, talking about CU Buffaloes, I, I, I can't remember the guy's name, but uh, he plays for CU, and he's actually going to be. Uh, 
the starting left tackle, I believe, in uh, this first game here for the Packers. But uh, that's a little scary. Aaron Rodgers is your number one pick for quarterback, but if he's not, no one's blocking for him properly, it could be a problem. So, anyways, I throw that out there. We'll see how that goes. Offensive line's a big deal. It's a problem with the Broncos as well, potentially. Uh, Absolutely. So, so sorry, interrupting. Yeah. No, no, not at all. No, oh, the next the next team is the Dallas Cowboys versus the Oakland Raiders. Go back to my Cowboys. How about them Cowboys? All right, wide receiver Terrence Williams was officially diagnosed with a concussion and will sit out the game. So basically, I'm interested in this Philip Tanner guy. He was actually pretty decent during the Hall of Fame game, and as you know, I'm not impressed with the game, but I at least thought that this guy had some running ability. So it ends up, you know, Lance Dunbar is in the wings and is supposed to be the backup to DeMarco Murray. DeMarco Murray, great running back, very injury prone, like unbelievably so. So they're back, the backups do matter in Dallas. Big time. They really do matter. So um, this Philip Tanner guy seemed to be cutting. He was doing all sorts of stuff. Dunbar wasn't in as much because he's the official backup. But some people think this guy's competing for the next spot. And um, I don't know. I'm, I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of this guy. So he um, basically he was in his third year from Middle Tennessee State. I love when people are from schools that you're like, is anyone else in the NFL from this school? (laughs) Probably not. Like, they're kind of like representing their whole alma mater, you know, on their own. I'm into it. (laughs) What about the Raiders, Court? You know, the Raiders are in the same predicament as the Cowboys. You know, with Darren McFadden as well, you know, always getting injured, it's kind of like, who's the backup running back for Oakland? We got second year Jeremy Stewart and rookie Dante Williams are fighting with Rashad Jennings during this first preseason game to see who is going to make the cut. You know, Rashad Jennings is known to be the backup to McFadden, but we'll see. You know, all news to the offense is it will be interesting to see who picks up faster. You know, the offense, I'm sorry, excuse me, the offense is new to all the running backs but McFadden. So, you know, we'll see who can learn the plays. The quarterback position is such a mystery. My guess is the Raiders will be running the ball a lot, using a few backs to try to even out the time. Yeah. Okay. What's the deal with the new offense now? Well, no, the, all three of those running backs are, are new to the, oh, new new to the to Raiders, the okay, so they're learning you. a new offense. So they're kind of at the same even, you know, playing field to see who can get that second back between, you know. Right. Jennings, Williams, and Stewart. So we'll see. It's Oakland's kind of still a mess, unfortunately. Yeah, there are a couple like fantasy people like online talking about how you don't want to draft Demarco Murray or Darren McFadden, which is interesting that they're playing each other in this preseason game, or at least their teams are, so we can look at their backups because people are very concerned about their injuries. So I think this is a big game They're actually risky. for fantasy players yeah. to see people's backups. I agree. Saturday night, the only game on Saturday is the New York Giants versus Pittsburgh Steelers. Brandon's team, the Giants, are playing and some injuries. Yep, injuries. Uh, wide receiver Hakeem Nix uh, strained his groin but is back to practicing. Uh, the Giants will probably remain conservative with him all preseason and not play him. Defensive end Jason Pierre-Paul looks like he will be back for the season opener, but he will sit out the whole preseason. Both these guys are studs. You don't need to see them in the preseason. They're fine. 
Uh, I'm interested in Michael Cox, which is a seventh round rookie from the University of Massachusetts. Um, he spent the first three years at the University of Michigan not doing a whole lot. He kind of just played, but not really. Uh, and then he graduated early and went to the University of Massachusetts to work on his master's in education. And he actually became the best offensive player on the team. It was a bad team, but he was really, really good. So he's smart. He's big. He's six foot, 220 pounds. And he seems to be really impressing in camp. So, um, you know, Ahmad Bradshaw was also a seventh round pick. So it's kind of like a fun position for their, their running backs to come from. And, uh, you know, they're going to be starting two people. They're going to start Andre Brown and David Wilson. They were listed as co-starters. So if one of them were to be hurt, this guy has an opportunity to come in. So he'd kind of be the backup for both of them, which is interesting. And then we got the Pittsburgh Steelers, who they're playing, which I also cover. And just to let you know with the injuries there, they have a cornerback problem. Uh, Cortez Allen underwent minor knee surgery on Friday. He's expected to be back in a couple weeks. I don't know how people come back in a couple weeks from knee surgery. I find that impressive, to say the least. Uh, cornerback Demarcus Van Dyke also suffered a significant hamstring injury, according to the Steelers' website. And uh, it's just getting thin back there. Tight end Matt Spath is was carted off the field at Wednesday's practice with an undisclosed injury. So that's fresh off the press. I would like to see Larod Stevens howling in this game. He had actually a pretty good season last year. In fact, some games he was in the top five running backs so uh it's interesting he was a cardinal and now he's a stealer and now he has a much better offensive line let's just be real here the arizona cardinals last year yeah. offensive line terrifying so if he could do that with them i'm actually interested to see what he's going to do with the steelers levon bell has pretty much been just anointed the starter there's absolutely no doubt about that but i think levon stevens howling might be a good change of pace back and could be worth some serious fantasy points and uh, Knock on wood, you don't ever want anyone to get injured, but rookies have 350-pound dudes landing on them for the first time. And sometimes they have to take a couple games off for minor injuries, bumps or bruises or whatever, and I think Lerod Stevens-Howling could be valuable. What do you think? I agree. I'm, I agree. I think that, you know, I love the running backs coming out of Pittsburgh Steelers anyways. You know, maybe that's just because it's best years they're ago tough. but you yeah. know I always feel like they're yeah they're good guys that, that seem to be really strong and make it through so I, I hope LeVon Bell doesn't get injured but again LaRod Stevens Howling it's a great name I was so. going to say, is that like the, another law firm deal? Who, who, who's that other guy? That, who's that up really? Ben Jarvis He's the guy Green that all the players yes. call when they get the DUI. Right. Stephen Talley, please represent me. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, the final game for this week of preseason will be the Buffalo Bills versus the Indianapolis Colts. The Buffalo Bills Woo. injuries include Scott Chandler is on his way to recovery with a torn ACL or C. I, I hope he plays. I love him. Stevie Johnson was helped off the field on Friday after injuring his left hamstring. That's not good. He underwent an MRI and is reported to it just to be a strain. So we'll see. But And then there's Kevin Cobb. Oh, Kevin Cobb. How embarrassing is it to write on the injury report, Kevin Cobb, Injured by slipping on a rubber mat after practice. I'm just saying. 
I, I laugh. Coming out of the shower? <laughs> yeah, it's just... And they didn't go into details. I don't know if he was dressed or not, but I can just see him lying on the floor with a knee injury after falling on a rubber mat. Just is so good. It's so good. So we should see a lot, lot of uh, EJ Manuel this uh, preseason game, which I'm kind of excited about. Um, we're kind of putting a money on who's going to be the starter. And now it's probably going to be manual. I think I think we're okay with saying that. Although I do I do love I do love Cobb. I don't know why. I I, I just really really have my heart torn with um with Cobb. Just say sadness. But in, it is sad. Well, the Indianapolis Colts uh, injuries wide receiver Darius Hayward Bay had an MRI on his knee. It came back negative, but he's still day to day. Other than that, they're good to go. So, you know, there's this guy, and his name is Daniel Adongo. I'm hoping that's how you pronounce that. Adongo. Back to that. Let's add that to the list of people we're we're (laughs) in trouble with here. I'm not sure you can uh, make that one sound any better, can you, Courtney? No, no. No, but it makes my brain wander about a dongo, you know? I don't know. Mm -hmm. A dongo's a longo. Yes. No, No, not so much. I can't touch that one. (laughs) (laughs) So I guess that um, he comes from the Southern Kings of Super 15 Rugby. And he's never played a single down of football before. But they like to find talent in unusual places, so they're kind of like, well, let's try him out. Let's see where he fits on a football team. I, His best friend is Kickalicious. And, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're just going to start. I'm just, it, this is kind of like when people t- say that they were discovered at a McDonald's as a model. how did that happen that's kind of how i feel about some of these stories you've been a dongoed (laughs) it's like (laughs) hi you look big would you like to play on my football team here's a a jersey (laughs) am i the only one that finds that peculiar i mean maybe it'll work no no See. I do always find it's funny that literally all these models are found at fast food restaurants, which is exactly where you go to not be a model. It is right. the worst place for a model for so many reasons. <laughs> a McDonald's. Um, <laughs> but anyway, I love Scott Chandler. I think he's lovely. And Kevin Cobb. Uh, it's just sad. You're right. The story just got sad. It did. It's just, I don't even know. And not only that, but I think this, I think the Buffalo Bills are borderline all undraftable. Bold statement, but I have no idea what's going on with them. They show little to no promise in the quarterback position, and someone's got to get them the ball. And the only person you draft really is C.J. Spiller. Exactly. I don't know. And C.J. Spiller is no AP. He can't carry a whole football team, so... Although he's very no, good. But very he is, good. But he is someone you probably want to get in your top five. Yeah. Maybe even running backs. I don't know where you guys have him, but. I think we have him at uh, six. You have him six. Yeah. Yeah, he's right up six. there. He's, yeah. he's a stud. And he's going to get a lot of carries. And he's going to get the passes have. because he's a short, short uh, Yeah, they throw to him too. Yeah. yeah. I'm into him. And he's the only player, so they're going to give him the ball. And that's what you need is just only a Only player. 
Yeah. <sighs> Sad. So when you hear Buffalo Bills, you only hear CJ Spiller afterwards. And then stop. Don't continue on. I mistakenly Googled Well, that was Googled fun, you them. guys. So I think we got through... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think we got through all of our teams to let you know about the players to watch for this week at preseason. I hope everyone enjoys watching football this week. It's so exciting. It's back. Yay. Yay. And if your draft is this week for fantasy, good luck. Good luck. I hope you listen to our how-tos and what not to do in fantasy or in draft day. Um, Ashley, we'll be back next week to talk over our matchups and thanks, Dad, for joining us. You're we welcome. had lots had of fun time. with you. Good. Yeah, thanks. thanks, Dad. We bet. love you. We love you. Love you. I'm proud of you, girls. Doing great. <laughs> thanks, Dad. <laughs> thanks, you know more about football Dad. than I do. <laughs> <laughs> Scary. <laughs> so is my wife. Uh, so, too yeah. funny. <laughs> too funny. Next week, we'll start talking about our fantasy husbands, a.k.a. the must-start players, and mm-hmm. what you can expect from them, how to draft them, when to draft them, all that good stuff. As always, you can check us out at HerFantasyFootball.com for more info. And we are at Twitter at HerFantasyFB. Come harass us. We love you guys. Until next week, ladies, no more faking it. Oops. 